coronavirus has changed all of our lives. But how will it impact our future? Does this change everything? I am Alar Tankler. On this episode of Does This Change Everything? What has changed for small and medium-sized enterprises, or SMEs as they're typically referred to? Why are politicians and policymakers speaking about the impact of the coronavirus on small businesses so much? What has changed for them? And why have they specifically suffered particularly badly? And what can we do to help them now? So today I'm speaking with Anna Fuzari, who is the European Investment Bank's head of division for banks and corporates in the Adriatic Sea region. The, the reason why we're speaking about small businesses with a head of division for lending to banks is that the European Investment Bank finances small businesses through local banks. Additionally, Anna has been working hard on the EIB's response to help SMEs affected by the coronavirus. So, hi Anna. Has the hi. coronavirus has the coronavirus changed everything for small businesses? Well, the answer is quite uh, simple, and and indeed, uh, it's a great change for a uh, it's a big change for SMEs. Uh, they are uh, greatly exposed to the negative impact of the ongoing uh, epidemic breakout because, uh, first of all, they are uh, more labor-intensive than other companies. They are more exposed to disruption, especially when workforces are in quarantine, as is happening in several uh, countries. Uh, in addition, they also have thinner liquidity reserves, so they have limited financial alternatives because they mostly rely on support from local banks. And in the majority of the cases, they lack assets that can be disposed or they can use as a collateral for new credit line. So clearly all those factors make for them quite difficult to cope with what is, calling, is called the liquidity squeeze. I would say that indeed, uh, all the politicians are really keen on uh, SMEs per se because at the end they, at the end they are the backbone of the European real economy. They account just to make few numbers for roughly two thirds of the overall employment, and they contribute for more than 55 percent of the overall value added in the non-financial business economy. So clearly. In this situation, supporting the survival of the SMEs, because indeed we are talking about making them survive during this crisis, is crucial for mitigating uh, the systemic impact, but also to sustain employment and to create the, the conditions which are needed for the future growth once the pandemic is over. Now, you mentioned liquidity squeeze. How does that work exactly? Uh, on one hand, they cannot produce, so they cannot sell their own goods to the market, but still they have to pay their own uh, uh, fixed cost, meaning they have to pay the rents, which cannot be uh, put on hold. They have to pay uh, taxes and they have to pay their own supplier as well, because indeed uh, this is a very uh, specific crisis and this outbreak is a combined demand and supply shock the economy, which indeed make it even harder to cope with it. So, so, in a, so, so the problem is not only that the employees of these businesses, they cannot come to work and they cannot produce and provide the services, 
there's also there's also other things affecting their business. There's the demand the demand side as well. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, because uh, at the end, uh, all the containment measure that has been put in place to limit the spread out of the virus are affecting uh, the demand. And, uh, and indeed, when we look at the sector, the most affected one are precisely the one where uh, uh, demand is, uh, is slowed down significantly. Okay. Uh, and so in this situation, which, as you mentioned, it's, it's, it's highly unusual, what what kind of help do uh, do these small businesses need? What kind of uh, what what can be done to 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 help them? Well, I guess that the first answer is that SMEs need support now, immediately, and and clearly the most uh, easy way to provide an answer is uh, provide some uh, brief in terms of liquidity need, meaning uh, in in a pragmatic way by extending credit holidays and grace periods for uh, capital and interest payments. So de facto extending the duration of their own uh, um, lending, but also on the other end, uh, improving access to new financial support by providing additional working capital uh, uh, facilities, including factoring, which is great because at the end we are talking to a financial transaction in which company can sell its own receivable to a third party and overdraft and credit line. Essentially, these small businesses now, they need access to bank loans in a situation where actually if a bank was to, to look at their business, they might not look so healthy to the bank. Is that right? I mean, because, you know, if a bank looks at, at a business and uh, they see that this this business might not be, um, you know, producing at, at the top of their uh, ability, their, you know, the demand for their products or services might not be very high right now, they might not qualify for a typical business loan right now. Well, indeed, in terms of uh, um, credit quality, SMEs will face a deterioration on their own credit metrics, that is for sure, uh, because indeed they will have, they will be impacted in terms of uh, profitability, in terms of uh, revenue generation, in terms of uh, reduction of the liquidity buffer, which are all metrics that indeed all the banks are keen to see possibly as most as sound as, uh, again as possible. Now, um, it's true that this is, it, this is expected to be hopefully a temporary shock of the economy, meaning that indeed what would be the standard uh, response from the bank, meaning uh, um, reducing uh, the financing support has not to be put in place because otherwise we are setting up a sort of a spiral effect where we are accelerating the bankruptcies instead of uh, making uh, uh, a larger number of uh, SMEs surviving to the crisis. And precisely this is why, uh, again, uh, several member states has put in place a measure uh, by which uh, there are uh, some by-law holiday period uh, for payment of installment and interest under existing lending. And banks are somehow recommended uh, and uh, invited to uh, keep up the support uh, with liquidity measure to those SMEs. 
Okay, and and in addition to to these measures that the member states have taken uh, uh, on a national basis, uh, how can how can the European Investment Bank uh, help these businesses? We need to focus on measures that can be undertaken using existing instrument because we need to provide a response immediately, and we cannot really wait months because it might be really too late. And this is why we are already working on uh, on initiatives under uh, again uh, existing instruments. While in parallel, we are developing uh, other initiatives that can provide some uh, sort of a counter guarantee or capital relief to banks, which are close to the market and are the best suited to to provide additional liquidity to the SMEs. So on one hand, we are developing uh, liquidity measures, so additional funding to our uh, financial intermediary in order to uh, contribute to pump liquidity into the system. But on the other end as well, we are trying to uh, provide support to the banks as well, which later on will be hit by, by the outbreaks because the, the, the quality of the loan book will be definitely affected with capital relief instruments. Thank you very much. Uh, this was Anna Fusari, Head of Division for Financing Banks and Corporates in the Adriatic Sea region at the European Investment Bank. This was, does this change everything from the European Investment Bank, the EU Bank? <music>